Hello and welcome back to the show. Y'all, it is officially episode 10 of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast, which feels like a big deal. We're officially in the double digits. Like, do you remember when you turned 10 years old and it was just so exciting because you officially had two numbers? Well, it kind of feels like that today. So I feel like I graduated because I'm officially in the double digits (laughs) and I just appreciate y'all so much for being here and tuning in. Today's podcast episode, we are doing something a little bit different. I don't even just have one guest today, but I have a few guests today. Today's podcast episode is all about the power of community, which I believe in so strongly, deep in my core. Having been on this journey of my own, my health journey the past few years, I, from my own experience, know how much community has played a huge role in my success and also my continued growth as I continue learning, growing, changing, and evolving as we go, right? We never stop learning. We never stop growing. At least I sure hope you don't because if you're not growing, you're dying, right? And friends, we are here to grow. So I am bringing on three members of my climb community because who else better to chat about community than people from my very own community. I am bringing in Amy, Ricky, and Lachelle, all from different parts of the United States, all different ages, to chat about the power of community with you all. And I just can't wait for you all to hear their stories and hear what they have to share with you. Now, we're going to be talking a little bit about CLIMB today, and you're going to learn a little bit more about it. Just to give you a quick backstory before we dive in, CLIMB is my online membership community that I started earlier this year, so it's still fairly new and young, and it has just been such a joy to be able to have these women and so many other women from around the country and around the world to join together in this community and support one another as we continue walking forward. So you're going to hear more about that today, and you're going to hear more about community outside of just the CLIMB membership as well to see how you can create community in your own life to support you in your journey ahead too. So without further ado, let's dive on in. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. All right. Welcome to the show. Y'all, I am so excited for today's episode because I am introducing you to a group of kick-ass women and Today's conversation is going to be all about the power of community. And I thought for the conversation about community, who better to bring into the conversation than members of my own community, the climb community, talk about their experience and how community has served them, whether it be inside of our membership community, outside of our membership community, and just what has supported them along the way. These women are so special to me. And these are just a few of the incredible women in our community. And I cannot wait to introduce them to you today, but I am going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves first before we dive into today's conversation. Good morning. Or I guess maybe this is afternoon when y'all are listening to this, whatever time of day it is, we're currently hanging out in the morning. So hello and good morning, Amy. Introduce yourself to the group. Hi, everybody. My name is Amy and I'm from Kansas. I'm 28 years old and I have been following along with Kaya for just over a year now. Um, Hi, I'm Ricky. I'm from Montana. I'm 30 years old and I joined the climb community in July. So I've been a part of this group for just a couple months. Hi, my name is Lachelle, and I am 40 years old, and I am from Idaho, and I joined Kaya's first group, which I believe was back in April, but it's been about six months, so, and it's been great. Awesome. What I love so much about our our community is these are just a, a few of the ladies that are joining me today, but our community has women from the ages of 13 to 75 from all over the country, all over the world, actually, which is really awesome. But I'm just so excited to sit down and chat with you all today. I'm curious before we dive in and talk a little bit about community and how community has helped 
support you on your journey. I'd just love to know a little bit about kind of what your own health journey has looked like for you. So um, I've spent probably most of my life feeling pretty uncomfortable and insecure in my body and feeling like something was wrong with me because I couldn't figure out how to lose the weight. But being in this community and spending time working on the mindset piece has really shown me that losing weight is just a side effect of really learning how to love myself. I'd absolutely echo what Amy said. Um, You know, my story, I resonated so well with you, Kaya, on your story because it's been a work in progress for 20 plus years, you know, um, an overweight child. Uh, I'm the baby of the family. There's a big age gap between my sister and I, so I didn't really have playmates growing up. And so I think that that led to it too, but a family history of weight struggle and diet after diet. And so that's kind of where I'm at. And I decided, you know, now is the time to maybe learn a different approach is, is kind of why I've become part of this community. Um, the same thing for me through my whole life from, you know, again, I also resonated with you, Kaya, because again, it was like, you know, age of 10 was definitely the age that I remember the most, like, as far as, oh, Lachelle needs to go on a diet or the pediatrician doesn't think Lachelle fits the BMI, you know, all that stuff that it just, it sat there and I was a kid that played sports and but it never was good enough. And my body was never that athletic, you know, appropriate body, you know, from other people's opinions. So it's been a long struggle. It's been an up and down peaks and valleys, you know? Yes. Oh, thank you all so much for, for sharing that. And, you know, I remember at the beginning of my journey, well, I guess ever since I was little and and y'all are familiar with my story, but I started struggling at a really young age. Like, like a lot of you all have a lot of women in our community and not, not everyone in our community has that same story. I think all of our journeys have looked a lot different, but I think one thing that I've noticed, and um, I'm curious to ask you all about your own experience was for myself and others. I feel like when, when you're in that place where you're struggling with your, not just your weight and your health, but like, especially your body image and your relationship with yourself, I feel like it can feel so isolating and so lonely. Like I know for me growing up, I felt like I was, you know, the quote unquote fat friend. And I was the one who couldn't shop at the same places that my friends did, or wasn't, you know, getting asked out by boys in high school or in college. And I felt so alone and so isolated. And I felt like nobody got it. Like nobody understood how I felt and what I was going through. And I'm curious if that was similar for, for any of you, or if maybe you had a different story or a different experience. I would echo your sentiments that it is a pretty isolating uh, feeling, just kind of thinking that you're the only one in the entire world who feels like this. And now I realize that's not true, but um, I think learning that has been really powerful and has helped me on this journey, just knowing that there are other people out there who are walking right alongside you. Yeah, I would definitely say the same thing that always, uh, especially the shopping and stores and, you know, I have a few years on you, (laughs) Kaya. So as far as like going into stores, like in, and trying to, again, I remember being like, you know, in first grade and my aunt and my mom making a big deal because I was a six X and not a six or a five. And so like, again, I totally, I mean, I always, it had to be like going to the stores and stuff like that. I never was the one that was looking at the same clothing as my friends and whatnot. Always the shoes and accessories though. I'm really good at that stuff. So. Oh, I feel that I was just the shoes and accessories thing. And I told myself, or I guess I told others, I was like, it's just, I just really like shoes and I just really like accessories, but it was actually because if I walked over to the clothes, I would really like them too. But knowing that they couldn't fit me was just like started this full blown shame storm. I was actually just talking to um, my husband the other day. We were talking about, you know, the holidays are coming up and he was thinking back to when he was little, when they got like the JC Penney's and Sears catalog. <laughs> I don't even think they do catalogs anymore. Um, but he was talking about when he was a little kid, like he would get so excited, he'd circle things. And I remember um, when I was younger, like elementary school age, my cousin, they would always get this catalog. And I can't even remember what the brand of clothing was, but it was kind of like, it wasn't PacSun, but it was one like that. Like it was kind of like a surf surfer, like young teen clothing line. And I would grab this magazine and I would flag pages and earmark pages and circle clothes that I loved. And then I I knew that none of them would ever fit me though. So I just had this like magazine of clothes that I dreamed of. And it was so heartbreaking. And it felt like, ah, oh, 
am I ever going to be able to like not wear the frumpy clothes and like the old lady section? Cause those are the only clothes that fit me. And, you know, being in this community and getting to connect with others that have walked through this, it's like, it feels so, I guess, freeing a little bit to realize like, I'm, I'm not the only one that has felt this, like other women get it. Like they get the struggle and they know how that feels. And like, just, just knowing that you're not alone in it is it's comforting, right? It's comforting to think like, okay, like I'm not crazy. I'm not the only one. And I don't have to do this alone. You know, Ricky, what about you? Did you ever feel alone at any point in your journey? Absolutely. It's, um, Definitely something, you know, I've got vivid memories of going shopping for clothes to show our 4-H animals. And in that instance, it's almost like, you know, you're looking for, (laughs) you're looking for a uniform that you, you kind of need this specific thing. And so it's not always easy to fit, you know, a 12 year old into, you know, kid size Wranglers or whatever. And I'm just having this vivid memory of going to the Western clothing store and having to get um, some men's jeans off of the rack to, to fit. And, um, so that's just something that sticks out in my mind from my childhood, not being able to wear something that looks like your peers was, it was a really tough thing, um, for me at that age. But now, you know, as we talk about this, I'm thinking, I just saw a commercial for old Navy being more size inclusive and bringing sizes back into the store so that, um, plus size women don't have to just order online and cross their fingers. And so I think that, you know, our, I'm hoping, and it seems like we're getting the right people in the right places to be more size inclusive because, you know, I'm sure there's people on their journey that have lost weight down to a certain size where their body is fitting into, you know, still plus size clothing. And it's probably, I would assume, frustrating to still not be at a point where you can shop in store or something like that. So I, I think we're making great strides and that's something that this community is doing um, too, is helping with the mental side of it and everything, but, um, there's still a long ways to go for sure. But yeah, definitely in my childhood, I remember just so vividly (laughs) going to the store and being so frustrated and disappointed and it taking way longer than it should have to find something that actually fit me as a child. So Gosh, I feel you there, Ricky. And I hadn't even thought about it until you brought up shopping for showmanship clothes. Okay. So for people that aren't in the livestock showing world, and I will say this, I'm from California and in our 4-H and FFA in California, I guess this is a thing in only a couple of states, but you have to wear whites. Like you have to wear white jeans and a white shirt to show your livestock in, which honestly makes zero sense. But Finding a pair of white jeans in general is challenging, but finding a pair of white jeans in a plus size in a Western store was like impossible. And I was the same way, Ricky. I had to go and buy um, men's clothes or I had to go to like a uniform store and buy Dickies because those were the only, the only brand that would, that would carry my size. And I remember too, when I was younger, I was so self-conscious of my weight that I was a person who I would wear oversized clothes and I hated tucking in my shirts but for your uniform for 4-H and FFA, you had to tuck in your shirt and I hated it. And I hated that my FFA jacket didn't come down below my zipper because I hated showing my belly and I'm having a little bit of PTSD right now, just talking about it. <laughs> so, so I feel your pain, but, but I'm with you, Ricky. I do feel hopeful. I feel hopeful about the shifts that I see in media and representation of showing people of all shapes, sizes, colors, abilities. And I think that, you know, you're seeing a lot of those major clothing brands becoming a lot more size inclusive, like you said, Athleta and Old Navy. And that makes me really hopeful because I think it's hard enough being someone in a larger body at a young age, and then layering that on with the extra shame of not being able to see yourself in all of these places, right? Like whether it's seeing your size in a store or being able to fit an airplane or whatever that looks like. So I'm, I'm feeling hopeful for the future too. I do think that there is a shift that's happening for sure. So, you know, we talked a little bit about how we all kind of felt a little bit alone in this. And I know for me, I think one of the, the best things when I was starting my health journey was was really learning to realize that I, that I wasn't alone. And a piece of that was by finding community, community of other people that had, you know, either similar experiences 
or had similar goals that they were reaching towards a community of like-minded individuals that just kind of got it. that could challenge me and support me. And that was community, whether it be, you know, just Marco Poloing my best friend, like messaging her and talking through it, whether it be, um, creating community within my family and also creating community online, like connecting with people that didn't live in my immediate bubble. Because I think sometimes we think I can't do this alone and nobody else in my family or my friend group gets it, but we live in a day and age where you can connect with someone all the way across the world. And I know that that was a huge support for me on my journey. So I guess my first question for you all is what does community and connection mean to you, especially in terms of you and your health journey? So I think community, like you said, is just kind of a group of like-minded individuals who come together and just have a space where they can connect and just um, really lean in on each other to help navigate whatever this journey is that they're walking. And for us specifically, it's the climb community and, you know, people who are on this journey to kind of figure out their health and the mindful piece of it and everything. And I think it's just really incredible how you can build something from nothing one of the climb community members reached out to me and she lives in Cape Town, which is a world away from me. And it's just unreal to know that somebody across the world is walking the same path as you. I think it's really neat to surround yourself with people that are walking the same path, um, but in different ways. So I guess I'll explain a little further. You know, I've got my community, my work community, where, you know, primarily focused on agriculture, agriculture issues. I work with farmers and ranchers every day, and that's that's that world. Um, but then I come home, and in my personal life, I've got this group, you know, the climb community, that we talk about completely different things and other things that are on my mind. So it allows me to kind of shift and compartmentalize. But I, I think that's a healthy thing, too, that I'm I'm enjoying both sides of it and getting to talk about different things with different people. And then, of course, there's still that connection of, you know, Kaya, we share similar things when it comes to the agriculture community um, and, and people we know in common and things like that. And so it's nice to have those little bridges here and there between the communities, um, but to be able to be yourself more so um, with folks that, have, that are walking the same thing you are and going through the same thing. I think that's just extra special to find a group that you get along with so well and understand so well. I think that that's something that's really awesome about CLIMB in itself. So I'd say that the community within CLIMB is definitely, it, it is a special community in the sense that everybody does, in a sense, understand what you're walking and, and also, you know, that if you did reach out within the community of climb that, that someone's going to be there to be able to understand you, if not 10 people or 20, you know, I think it's, it, you know, I'm kind of one of the quiet ones. Like I love going in there and I love reading everybody's uh, journey and it really does help to, for myself to stay the path on my journey as well. Um, it's so it's a motivating and it's inspirational and you know and then there's those times where you know I've reached out in the sense you know I see people when they post something and you're like no 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 you don't get to talk about yourself like that you know that that kind of that support and 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 to see some you know when somebody is having a time like that it's like well no you don't get to talk about yourself like that because I don't want to talk about myself like that so this is what we're going to do to build it up you know and and to remember that you know it's a it's it is like you say, your race, your pace. And, and it's just, it's cool. I don't know. The community is just cool. <laughs> I think to echo what she said, it's, it's a constructive community and it's so it's genuinely supportive. You know, I've been part of fad diet groups and things like that in the past. And it's just almost obnoxiously positive, but this group is, is so much more genuine um, because it's, there's just such a level of understanding, no matter if someone's been on this journey, um, specifically the climb journey for six months or they're brand new, there's just, it's so welcoming and it's not, there's no awkwardness or just like I said, positivity that just makes you just throw your hands up and be like, okay, this is too much. You're, you're way too happy about this. <laughs> so I think it's very nice to be around women who get it and, are there just to make sure that you're doing okay on your journey. There's a bunch of genuineness in this community. Oh, I love that. And I, I think like the word that comes up for me, Ricky, when you talk about that is like the toxic positivity thing. And something that I think is important to me about community is having a group of people 
that can walk through the trenches with you that like are there for you during your hard times and not necessarily there to quote unquote, fix the problem, but to be able to sit with you and hear you and understand you. And then also like, excuse the language, but like call you on your bullshit. Like what Lachelle said, like, we don't, we don't allow ourselves to talk to each other like that. And I think there's this level of like understanding and just allowing people, like allowing people to feel their feelings and giving them space to do that in like a loving way. And then also that sense of accountability and encouragement. I think, I think one of the things that's most effective about community, whether, you know, you're creating your own community in your own circle, or whether it's being a part of a group, like this climb membership that we've created is making sure that you you are within a group that loves you, but also challenges you in like a positive way. Um, because I think that if we're around people that are just like, you're doing great, like everything's great, like it's okay. Or like buys into your stories and like buys into your BS, which is why, okay. Friends are incredible. I love having friends and sometimes friends can be amazing accountability partners, but also like, if you're like, okay, this is a silly example, but let's say that you're annoyed with your partner or your boyfriend. And you're like, I cannot believe that he said that. Like your friend's going to come and be like, I know, I cannot believe that he said like, they're, they're just going to jump in the pool with you. And they're going to buy into your story because they just want to support you. And like, if you're mad, they'll be mad with you. And that's great. But I think it's also great to have someone be like, you're mad. I understand why you're mad, but also you get to decide how you're feeling about the situation. You know, like having someone that can challenge you and like, have you rise up to become your best self, I think is really helpful. So a place to hold space for that love, but also a place for people to be like, this is what we can do and how we can move forward together in a really positive way. So I'm curious for you all, you know, that being said, this journey, I, I am convinced that in order for us to create a healthy life that we love, like it doesn't have to be as awful and miserable as we make it out to be, or at least as I used to make it out to be. Um, I'm not saying that it's easy. Like, of course it is still challenging, but I think that there's a way to do this in a process that is like loving. And that being said, though, I'm curious to ask you all, you know, tell me about some of the challenges that you have maybe faced in your journey and how community has helped support you through those challenging times. So for one example, specifically, I had set a goal to walk hundred miles in a month. And I was frustrated because I had a little bit of an injury that set me back and I did not meet my goal. Like I anticipated and I was really beating myself up about it. But then, you know, somebody was like, how many did you walk? And I said, 88. And they're like, 88 miles. And it was just really nice to have the build up around it to know, you know, I did something really impressive. And um, I actually had one of the members send me a card who she lives close to me about an hour away. And she sent me a card and said, you walk to my house and then some. And I was having a really bad day when I opened that. And I just started crying because I was just blown away that, somebody took the time to reach out and they didn't even know I was struggling that day, but it really just kind of blew my mind how much uh, support I felt. That makes my heart so happy. So happy. And this is the other thing that I think is important about community. I think that you get out of your community, what you also are willing to put into it, you know? And I think whether that is supporting other people or also asking for the support that you need. And I think for a lot of us, that's one of the most challenging things is, you know, raising our hands or speaking up when we are having those bad days or those hard days, or we're in the slump and your community can't support you if they don't know how you're struggling or, or what hardships you're kind of walking through, you know? And so I think getting to a place where you, um, can find a community where you're you feel safe and comfortable enough to be vulnerable and ask for help, I think is, is so important. And I'm curious for you all, you know, in talking about climb this membership community, what were maybe some of your hesitations before you decided to join? Like maybe there's someone that's listening. Who's thinking like, this sounds interesting, but I don't really know if it's for me. Um, like before you decided to join, where were you at? What were you thinking? And what, what made you go ahead and decide to say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and invest in this for myself. I kind of thought to myself at that point, so <laughs> I turned 30 the end of June and your new um, climb membership group was opening up and I was thinking to myself, you know, is this just another one of those opportunities? Is this just another fad diet? But I knew better from following you that I wasn't going to be, you know, subscribing to something that was like anything I'd ever done before. And so I said, you know, I'm going to invest in myself this time. And 
I'm going to let it take the amount of time that it needs. And then once, you know, once I got into the community and started learning from the um, programming that are, that's online, um, I just, I learned that, you know, it, my race, my pace was one of the mantras that I read immediately. And I'm just thinking, you know, why didn't I take this opportunity on myself sooner? And so my first thought before uh, I decided to um, sign up was at this point, I got nothing else to lose. I've tried it all, but I've got everything to gain. And one of the things to gain back is my happiness. And so, you know, it's, I'm a work in progress. It's not going to happen overnight. And that's something that I finally realized, you know, a lot of times we'll go into these fad diets in the past and be like, okay, I've got a week, I got to lose a pound a week or, or whatever it is. Um, but there's no whole person, um, focus on those health systems. And so this is so much more, um, opening and quite frankly, healthier all around, um, for me. And so, I'm taking it slow. This month is a very, very busy time for me. And so I just have all these little baby steps in the back of my mind to keep going um, and not put too much pressure on myself and just kind of cruise through the month of September. But then after that, I've got, um, you know, the tools to get back, I guess, back on track or just continue on track um, to kind of see where I want to be towards the end of the year with my health journey and my health goals. It took 20 plus years to get here and it's not going to go away overnight. And so that's something that I remind myself and I've become more comfortable in, uh, in this process. I also was kind of at that point of just, I needed something as far as I know that, yeah, losing weight, great, but it's not, it's not just the physical anymore. It's, it's so mental and it's like, again, I'm 40 for the love of God. Like I'm so done with the mental battles within myself to where it's like, I don't, I don't want to feel bad and shameful for who I am and what I'm doing. I'm also part of the other, another community, um, run your best life, which you know about Kaya. And it's like, you know, I'm sick of feeling like, well, when I do go running or I tell people I run, they look at me like I'm an, you know, like, oh yeah, right girl. Like, you know what I mean? So like that, I was at that kind of point at that brink because I was sick of getting those like responses and hearing people's like, I guess, doubt. And again, their opinions really are none of my business. And I love that. And then when I did finally join uh, climb my, what you got me with was again, your compassionate curiosity. Like that has been my mantra through a lot of things, even through my job, just because if, if you're not compassionate with yourself, like how can you be compassionate with others? And then, and, and if you're not doing that with yourself, how can you even go forward in anything is how I feel. So that's what I got. <laughs> yeah. To echo both of these ladies, um, I just decided it was time to put myself first. I wanted to um, figure out how I want to live my life and not have to figure it out again later. So I really wanted to do it right. My race, my pace, slow and steady. <laughs> it's just going to be one day at a time and just learning alongside everybody else and hearing what everybody else has to say and support has just been life-changing, literally. Oh, hearing your all stories just, it makes me so happy. And what I tell everyone in this community too is, yeah, I might be Coach Kaya. I might be the coach that, that kind of founded this community, but I say all the time that I'm a member of it. And I think that, you know, I think one of the best things about community is finding people that have, you know, similar interests or goals, but different ideas or approaches, but also finding people that can challenge and teach you. And I have learned so much from every single one of you. And, um, you know, I created this community, maybe a little bit selfishly because I needed that extra support. You know, I, I wanted to surround myself with a group of women who, who got it, who wanted to, you know, do this, this health journey in a different way. And with a different approach, I think so many of us have fallen victim to fad diets and diet culture and having this idea that like everything that we want, that happiness, joy, love, freedom, like that's on the other side of looking a different way. And I'm sick of it. Like, how can we learn to 
like find gratitude for where we're at right now and our body right now, as it is without changing a single thing. And as we rebuild that relationship with ourselves, how can we learn from that place of love and appreciation and gratitude? How can we just learn how to take better care of ourselves? And not just physically, you know, we have all of this emphasis on, on changing our physical bodies, but our bodies are just one piece of us, right? There's so much more to us and our health, our, our mental health and our emotional health. And that is why really the foundation of climb is, is mindset. It's mental health, right? It's, it's getting to a place where we can learn to love ourselves again and where we can get some of the tools to work through the hard seasons. You know, Ricky, what I loved about what you were sharing was, was how September, we know, as we're recording this, maybe September looks a little bit different for you than your October will. And I think what's great about this community is that I don't, we don't tell each other what to eat. We don't tell each other how to move our bodies. We don't tell each other exactly what to do because that's going to look different for each and every one of us. It's more about empowering each other and really getting that mindset foundation into a good place so that you can decide what, what looks best for me right now in this season, how can I meet myself where I'm at? And, you know, that being said, every single person in this community has a different, their path looks entirely different. And I know we've said it, each of us have said it like five times already, but my race, my pace, right? And that is so freeing um, to be able to not have to compare yourself to what your coach looks like or what your neighbor looks like, but being able to say like, what, what is the next baby step for me from exactly where I'm at? And I think the other thing that's been really cool about this community, knowing that so much of what we do is based on mindset and rebuilding our relationship with our health and our, in ourselves is, is really seeing the way that that has overflowed into different aspects of our life. You know, I think most of the women that join this are saying, I want to join this so that I can approach getting physically healthy in a new way. But the stories that I've heard from a lot of people in our community is the way that this mindset stuff has impacted every single other aspect of their life, whether it's their job, their work, the way they show up as a parent and their family and their relationships. And I'm curious for you all, have you guys seen, you know, the work that you've been doing on yourself during your time in this community? Have you seen it affect other parts of your life as well, just besides your health journey? I would have to say, I've got a nephew that's 10 years old and he's going through some health issues, high blood pressure, things like that. And the poor little guys had to do actually had to go on specific diets to change up, you know, things like that with his health. So anyways, um, I've been having to kind of relay some of the things I've learned to my sister and um, even my husband and parts of our family to say, you know, we, this is how we need to communicate this to him so that and, and around him so that he's not hearing some of the same things I heard as a kid, you know, he's getting frustrated that he can't eat some of the things his peers are eating or, you know, watching his sodium intake, things like that. And so I feel more like a guide at this point, um, for the folks that I'm around my family that I'm around. Um, and I'm also more careful, especially when I'm around, um, other people's kids or friends or young girls and making sure that my compliments are much more about like their brains and what kind of person they are and their personality and things like that. Um, you know, that dress is beautiful on you or, or things that are constructive and make people feel good as opposed to the things that I heard growing up. And so I think changing my own a way I interact with people has, has shifted as I became part of this community. And so that's something that I like to keep in mind. You know, I have a little boy and I don't want him to have body image issues growing up. And it would be the same way, even if I had a little girl too. Um, I, I want to be the change moving forward for the communities that I'm in. And so I just, I'm more careful about how I talk about things. Um, I was a little girl who overheard things from grandma and mom in the kitchen. And I'm like, dang it, you know, they're talking about me again, or I heard that about my weight or things like that. So it's definitely, I think it's, we are the generation that this is going to start with. And that's, you know, I hear that from you, Kaya, a lot about your nieces. And so I'm just really careful about how I communicate and what I, what I say uh, in regard to my own body and how I'm eating at the time. I love that. I think, you know, there's that old, that old saying that when the tide rises, all ships rise with it. And I think that that's one of the coolest things is a lot of us, especially women, we, we have to learn how to switch the narrative around self-care, like this idea that taking time and energy or money and investing it on ourselves is taking away from, you know, the people that we love and care about. But I think 
what I've seen in everyone in this community is the way that actually taking time to invest in your own mental, emotional, physical well being. Like when you take really good care of yourself, it impacts everyone else around you in such a positive way. And Ricky, just the way that, that it's influencing your circle and your, you know, immediate community of people that surround you is so beautiful. Like what a gift. And, you know, I agree. We, we are the generation that can change this. And I, I say all the time that like the way that we change the legacy is by healing our relationships with ourselves first. And I also think it's important too, for people that, you know, if you're listening to this and you're older than, than any of us here on this call, it's, it's not too late. And I know I've talked in another podcast episode about getting out of your own way and believing that it's too late, but it's not too late. Like as long as there's air in your lungs and a heart beating in your chest, like it's not too late to make that next right step forward and to do better for yourself. And when we do better for ourselves, we do, do better for everyone and everything that we care about around us. And it's, it's so cool. And, um, yeah, I, I just, I love that. And the way that it's influencing your relationships, Ricky, I think is, is so beautiful. And, um, I know myself too, you know, learning this mindset work is, has also influenced the way that I show up in my business in a really big way too. And I know that it's, that's been true for a lot of, um, other women in our community that have started their own businesses or learn how to communicate with their coworkers better or be in better relationships with the people that they're connected to. It's just been so, so beautiful, so beautiful to watch. Hey friend, are you ready to break free from self-shame dieting and finally learn how to create a healthy life that you actually love and enjoy? I'm so happy to hear that. And I would love to welcome you into my CLIMB membership community. CLIMB is a community of women from all around the world that are working to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out with the self-love approach. Let's leave self-shame in the dust and learn how to take better care of ourselves from the inside out in a way that we actually enjoy. As a part of the Climb membership community, you will have access to my signature Climb course, teaching you the exact same tools and strategies that I use to transform my own life and help hundreds of other women to do the same. As a part of this community, you'll have access to weekly group coaching calls, monthly workshops, guest experts, workouts, cooking classes, and so much more. We are so much stronger together, and it is so impactful to have a community of women who get it, that can support you on the hard days and cheer for you on the good days too. You can visit coachkaya.com forward slash coaching to learn more information. I hope to see you on the inside. Now, obviously you all are members of the climb community, but I'm curious to pick your brains too about what does community mean for you too outside of just climb? Like maybe there's someone listening who they want to join climb, um, but maybe they don't have the money to join climb and maybe it's not a right time for them how, I guess, would you suggest or, or what has worked for you in the past? Like, how else do you think that we can create community for ourselves on this journey if we're not at a place where we can necessarily maybe invest in a coaching program like Climb? Like climb? Do you have any suggestions? I would say that we live in 2021 and the internet just can connect you to anything and anyone that you want to find. Um, so I found Instagram to be a great place to follow a lot of people who I um, look up to or inspire me or kind of give me a different perspective. Um, I follow some really great accounts who um, are really about body positivity and just kind of changing and um, auditing your environment on um, what goes into your brain and what you interact with on a daily basis. I would say Instagram is a great place to find some awesome community. I would say definitely it like Amy said that, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, and then also podcasts. My goodness. I have learned so many things through different podcasts and I love that everybody plugs somebody else's podcast. It seems like within their own and it's like, oh my gosh. And then, so, I mean, it's just like, there's so many I've started listening to that. Like, again, that helps. And, and a lot of times you can, I mean, it's free to listen to podcasts. So definitely for that money aspect, um, that that's always a great avenue. Something that maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you don't know. I don't know if you're listening, but one nugget that I've learned from this community is I don't have to sit and do a workout for 30 minutes and sweat. I can go do something that I really, truly enjoy. I, I shared with the community last month, you know, my parents had friends in town and they wanted to go to the zoo. So by golly, I put my kid in the stroller and we walked the zoo and, you know, did I break a sweat? No, maybe a little bit. Cause it was like 90 degrees outside, but I wasn't 
forcing myself into a workout that was uncomfortable that I didn't enjoy. And so that's something that I don't, if you're, if you are resonating with anything we're saying, you're probably thinking the same thing that I thought that you have to just, you know, get your yoga mat out and do your thing and watch the video and, and do the workout in order to see results. So, um, one thing our community talks about is the baby steps. And like Amy said, there are so many free opportunities to get your body moving. The important part is just to make that decision and go for the walk. And one thing that I really appreciate having learned from Kaya is that the motivation doesn't it, it, you don't start with motivation it comes afterwards and that's something that I remind myself very frequently especially in my job because there's there's some things that you just procrastinate on because they don't sound like something that's enjoyable or fun to do and so it's once you start getting going and start checking off that to-do list um, it does feel better and you get the motivation to keep on trucking but I think that there's you have to decide to make the choice and it, it'll work out. However, you know, if you don't have the funds right now to join the community, that's okay. There are still ways to connect with this group. And um, like Amy said, I think that's the beauty of social media and the age we live in. Amen. I think when I started my health journey, I was a bootstrapper. Like I was not a place where I was ready and willing to invest money into myself. Okay. So if, if that's you, when you're listening, I don't want the idea of, I don't have the money to get in the way because that's BS. Like, like the girls said, it's, it's 2021, right. And we have access to so many resources for free. And I love that Lachelle mentioned podcasts because that's how I started mine. I was like a free YouTube workout person and I binged podcasts. And like Amy shared, I started curating an environment, a digital environment through my social media feed that was encouraging and empowering to me. And having those, those podcasters in my earbuds, giving me encouragement and motivation was basically like me seeking out mentors that didn't know who I was, but that didn't make them any less of a mentor to me. Right. And so, um, highly recommend podcasts. You can curate your own coaching program for yourself for free by just auditing what kind of messaging and media you're consuming. You can create your own community that way in a sense. And like Amy shared, like following accounts that empower you and encourage you and challenge you to think a little bit differently. And like Ricky shared too, like meeting yourself where you're at and deciding what that looks like for you, I think is, is so stinking powerful. And I think you, you get to decide what this looks like. You, you get to decide what support is the best for you. And I know for some people, maybe community support for you has to be someone that you talk to in person. Maybe it is having one friend that you can touch base with. Maybe it is finding people in your local community that you can meet with once a week or once a month, or maybe it is having a virtual option like climb where you can connect with these women on your own time from all around the world and, and, and find the support that you need. I wanted to share another story that one of our climb members sent in to me that I just think is, is so beautiful. And another awesome example of community. So this is, um, our friend Jody, who is a part of this community. And she, uh, moved to Berks County in Southeastern Pennsylvania with her husband and went to her husband's family farm. When she first moved there, she said she hated it. She hated her job. She hated the area, the area. She hated everything about it. Her family was far away and she ended up finding this Zumba class in a neighboring town. And she started going to Zumba and she went four nights a week. And then they started hanging out outside of it. And she started to make these local friends by going to this class and finding other women that were interested in moving her, their bodies too. And once she found that community by going to that class and kind of putting herself out there and seeking other people, she started to enjoy it more and making friends. And then she shared that she was invited to a holiday party at one of her old 4-H friends house. And then she met more farm friends. And she said that they ended up creating this group and they called it the the real farm wives of Berks County and friends. And they'd meet at a local restaurant once a month and had a great time and just got to relate to each other and talk about farm life. And even though now they don't get together as much or as often as they used to, they can still keep in touch via social media. And I think that that's just a beautiful example of finding people with like-minded interests, whether if those interests are health and mindset related, whether they're farming related, whether they're quilting related, like whatever your interests are, there are other people out there that, that get it, that have similar interests. And 
I think that you don't have to wait for community to come to you, but that's also something you can seek out and create for yourself, whether it be listening to podcasts, whether it be going to a class, um, or whether it be just like reaching out to try to make a new friend. So, um, so many different options for community that I think can be really, really impactful. Okay. Circling back to climb the climb membership. One of the things that I've heard from members of this community climb is it's a multifaceted program, right? So as part of climb, it is a membership community that's virtual based. You get access to the digital course, which is like different learning modules that you can do at your own pace, self-directed. We do monthly workshops, weekly coaching calls. We have guest experts. We have guest workouts. We have guest cooking classes. Um, we have Monday morning pep talks. There's a lot of content. And I think for some people, when they first start, they feel like, oh my gosh, I'm falling behind because I haven't been able to watch it all or be there for all the podcasts. And it feels like drinking from a fire hose. And I always say again, your race, your pace. And what I think, what I like to think about the, the climb membership community is that there's lots of different things and you get to pick which pieces work best for you and do those and forget the rest. Like you don't have to do everything in order to make it work. And so I'm curious from your all's perspectives, cause you all are different. So you probably like different things as part of this climb membership community. What specifically have you found to be the most helpful for you? I would say the coaching calls, um, to me, they feel powerful. They give me like a sense of, um, just awe. I think that we can connect with each other and ask each other questions and be vulnerable and be scared and be emotional and know that it's a safe space. And I think there's just really something beautiful about somebody reaching out, even if it's not me getting coached, just reaching out and saying, I'm, I'm swimming against the current right now. I need help somebody. And there is somebody there, even if it's not you, Kai, it's somebody else to offer an insight or say, Hey, I walked this last week. This is what I did. This is what I can offer you. And to just know that you've got somebody's got your back and they're there to help you keep going. Even if you don't want to, <laughs> they're, they're going to pull you up by your bootstraps and be there to give you the support and the guidance and the help and the love. I really feel like this community is just full of love. So coaching calls are the highlight of my week. I have to agree with Amy because it's almost like going to church and hearing a sermon that you needed to hear. It's like that message that it's like, Oh gosh, yes. Hello. Thank you. Divine intervention. Sometimes there's somebody that's struggling with something and you're like, dang it, that's me. I'm so glad she brought that up today or, or whatever, or, um, you can be on the other side of somebody who's been through it and offer advice. I think that's the beauty, the beauty of this, um, community. Uh, the best part for me is the fact that I have, you know, it's available through an app on my phone and I'm on the road a lot for my job and I can just listen to the podcast as I'm driving, but it's at my fingertips no matter what. And I think that that's something that's really handy uh, and special uh, about this community that it's so available to me wherever I'm at. And the other thing is I'm one of those people that loves to just like print it off, write it down, clean up my to-do list, print it off. Like <laughs> I write things down. I don't use my phone so much for notes and things like that, but the, um, the intentional planning your day, planning your meals, some of the worksheets that have been provided in this are something that I really enjoy. Um, I was all gung-ho when I first got started in July. I printed it all off, gave myself, you know, made a fancy binder with that's floral print and pretty so that I want to um, go to it and use it. And so I, um, in this season of life, I've been really busy. I need to catch up. Oh, well, not catch up, but I need to get going and, and look at things more in depth and get back on track, maybe making a more regular habit about checking in with the community through the digital course. But like Amy said, I still stay on top of it, still check in. I put climb events on our kitchen calendar and my husband knows that, you know, five o'clock, this is when we're having our coaching call and <laughs> or Saturday is a workshop or a, a meal planning thing. And so um, that that's really special to me as part of this community. Um, I would say that, uh, you know, I have a schedule that unfortunately I can't go to the coaching calls live unless I definitely plan it out of my actual work day. And as much as I would love to do that, it just isn't happening a lot, but I love the fact that I can go back in and listen to the coaching calls, which is great. Um, I like that you have journal prompts that helps, uh, the whole journaling. This has been a whole, you know, new world for myself and the, just the five things of gratitude that you've 
you know, you've pushed or you've talked about and that there are journal prompts within their, um, your, the community as well in the modules. And, um, and I loved the, and forgive me, I can't remember what it was actually called. So clearly I need to go back and listen, but when you did the workshop with the, um, like the numbers, like the one, the two other, you know, that, that was so cool. Like, I was just like, that was mind blowing to me. And then I'm like, I think I'm all of them. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but anyway, so I just, I love the opportunities like, yeah. And then you can, you know, we can, you can jump in and you can go back to the cooking class or you can join the cooking class live or one of the workouts, like the hula hooping that you're going to have and all of that and the book club. So I just think there's so many opportunities and you want to do all the things. And I know my life and, you know, it's just like, I, I, it overwhelms me and I know that can overwhelm others. However, it's all baby steps. And, and the minute that you decide, Hey, I am going to write down every morning my five things of gratitude to get me going on journaling. I mean, you know, in this last month, I've actually written pages of just, you know, my thoughts as far as for journaling. So it really has helped in a lot of aspects and it's great. It's, it's cool. Everything in it is great. I think that that's what's so interesting too, hearing you all share is that everybody kind of has a different aspect that they love. And I kind of think about it as like, when you join this community, you are getting a toolbox full of tools. Now for where you're at in your life and whatever you're working on, there might be a different tool that you need right now. Uh, and the other tools can be, you know, saved for another time, or you can, you can start with one and then pull out the next one. And it's just kind of like this, this arsenal of resources and support for you, um, in whatever season that you're in. So thank you guys for sharing that. I guess my, my next question for you would be having experienced this community and how it supported you. What would you tell someone who right now is thinking about it? but they're on the fence and they're just not sure if this is right for them. Like if someone is just asking you like, Hey, should I join? Why should I join? What would you tell them briefly? Um, I would say that if you're ready to put yourself first and join a community of women who want to cheer you on and support you, this is where you need to be. It's time. I would say invest in yourself. It's worth it. You're worth it. I think that's something that we forget. A lot of us are in a season of life where we're a caregiver or, you know, a parent. So it's, it's your turn. That's, that's what I would say, especially to a friend or a colleague. It's your turn. Take care of yourself. It's worth it. And it's actually fun. You'll enjoy it. I've actually talked to a few people and, you know, my whole thing is, you know, what do you have to lose at this point? You know, that, that why not invest? And, and if you did invest in yourself, know that, you know, you got to give yourself time and, and you got to try something before you decide it doesn't work for you, you know? So uh, again, what do you have to lose? Is what I say to people. I love that. And I think the other thing too, is um, it's just, I, I love that you guys are all kind of talking about like putting yourself first, like investing in yourself, believing in yourself again, knowing that when you invest in yourself and you learn to take better care of yourself from the inside out, that impacts every aspect of your life and the people and causes that you care about. And so I think it's such a beautiful thing to really flip the script on, on what it means to take care of ourselves and realizing that, that investing in you and pouring into your own cup is what's going to allow you to pour into others in a bigger way. And, you know, I get it not everybody can maybe be at that place where they can, they have the funds to invest in this. And that's why I love that we shared some other ways you could find your own community without having those funds. But I also think it's great to remind you too, that like being a part of this community, it's less than $2 a day. Are you worth less than $2 a day? And if you're telling yourself, no, like, listen, if you can't pay your bills, please don't join because those are important. Okay. I want to make sure you got a roof over your head. You got food in your fridge, like keep your priorities in straight, but are you worth, is your mental, emotional, and physical health worth an investment of less than $2 a day? If you think that this is a good fit for you. Um, and if it is, we would love to welcome you into this community. It is, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I love it. I love this community so much. And I think what's so beautiful is that it's just a place for us to learn and grow together and it's ever changing. And, um, just having a place of people that get it, that can encourage you, that can empower you, that can love you and celebrate all of your wins, big and small, and can also be there to help pick you up on the days when you're struggling, because we're all going to have those days too, but we don't have to walk this journey alone. And we are so, so much stronger together. Before we wrap up this episode, is there any last minute thoughts that any of you all would like to share with our podcast listeners? I was just going to say, if you haven't drank your water today, go take a big drink, 
If you haven't moved your body today, just go for a little while. And those are the baby steps that we're learning in this community. I think, you know, simple reminders from our group and our peers are something that's like, you know what, dang it, I'm going to sit down what I'm doing right now and I'm going to take a lap or I'm going to have a kitchen dance party, you know, some fun things to fill my day, make me feel better, spend a little energy, maybe take some stress off. I think that that's something that gets forgotten, especially in what we're all familiar with as the diet culture and industry like that. So um, it's the small baby steps. Those are the pieces that I'm learning about right now in my own journey and life and to just um, appreciate the body that you are blessed with and um, treat it with the same kindness that it treated you for so long. So I think that that's something if you haven't had your water today, go take a drink and um, and move your body just a little bit. I have to say, again, one of my favorite things that I've also learned with being in this community is the permission to have grace, like give yourself grace. Like that has been, again, a mantra lately in my life. So uh, just to have grace in all the actions and your thoughts and what, what you're doing and in that moment, like, you know, and again, with the baby steps and taking taking the time to, yes, remind yourself, go have that dance party in the kitchen or the bathroom or wherever you're at, or to definitely drink your water because being hydrated makes you feel way better than dehydration. So, um, but again, the word grace is like, I mean, I'm not kidding you throughout the day. I say it at least 50 times. So in compassionate curiosity, it's my favorite. So that's what I, I mean, I'm so thankful for this community for that. I agree with both of those sentiments. And I would just like to say that remember that you are worthy as you are right now. You don't have to change a single thing about yourself. Nothing. You are fully worthy as you are. Y'all, these ladies came to preach today. Like Ricky said, it's like a sermon and I am here for it. Listen, if you think that now's the time for you, we would love to welcome you in this community with open arms. It's a wonderful place and we would love to walk alongside you on this climb. And listen, if now's not the right time for you, I want you to know that every single one of us, we are still cheering for you. And even if you're not in the climb community, you're still part of this climb community. I mean, we all are, it's a sisterhood. And like they said, you know, it's all about the baby steps and you meeting yourself where you're at right now. And maybe that baby step for you is just listening to today's podcast. And I think all of us would just encourage you to, to ask, what do I need today? And what's my next baby step look like for me? And just take that next baby step forward. Thank you ladies so, so much for coming and sharing your story and sharing your hearts with our community today. It is such a joy to have each and every one of you in this climb membership community. And I just am looking forward to continue climbing with you and to our new members that are going to be joining us as well. And I just have so, so much love for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being here. Aren't these women just stinking incredible? I mean, I know that I'm biased because they're my people, right? But they are just so special to me. And each and every woman in my community is so special to me. And even if you're not in the climb community, but you are a listener of this podcast or a follower on social media or someone who gets my emails in your inbox. I just want to say how much I love you and how much I appreciate you and how much of an honor it is to really have you as part of this community. I truly think that we are so much stronger together and I'm just so excited to create space for us to encourage one another, empower one another support each other on the hard days, cheer for each other on the good days. And you listening to this, I very much consider you to be a part of this community. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. Now, I know we talked a lot on this podcast episode about the climb membership community, and maybe now isn't a great time for you. And hey, that's okay. You can still absolutely be successful. And I hope that you can still tune into this podcast and get a ton of value and support as you continue walking this journey. You, my friend, are not alone. But if you're at a place where you're like, yes, I am ready, I am ready to invest the time and money into myself and my health journey, then friend, I would love to welcome you inside of this membership community. There is something for everyone here. I truly believe that. And I think it can be a really great way to find that community and support that you need as you keep taking those baby steps forward. So if you are interested in joining the Climb membership community, 
all you have to do is go to coachkaya.com and you will see a button right there that you can click so you can find out all the information about how to join, what's included, what it looks like, some frequently asked questions, and so much more. And hey, if you still got a question, feel free to drop a message in my inbox and I'm happy to answer those questions for you. We would love to welcome you on the inside. For less than $2 a day, you can invest in yourself and say, yes, my physical, mental, and emotional health is worth less than $2 a day. I am worth the investment because when I take extra great care of myself, it supports everyone and everything else around me too. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for being here. And I am cheering for your friends. Talk next week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.